Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Huge play for the <laughs> Murphy throws a deep ball into the end zone. He's got Mitchell. And it's caught. And I Mitchell with the Texas touchdown. I'm always trying to guess. Josh has got like a stable and arsenal of receiver highlights back there that I'm always trying to guess like which one that was. Missed it. I forgot there was another Texas guy. It was going Xavier Worthy on that one. I'm more into Adnai Mitchell. Adnai Mitchell. Xavier Worthy. I, I like them both. I, if the Bills could get them both, that'd be pretty cool. Big guy. But, oh, yeah. Big. Big guy. Receiver obsessive. We're 85 days until the train comes to station here. The wide receiver train. Jody Biasi, Jeremy White is off today. Let's go out to the Wester Hotline for more on the receivers. It's Senior Bowl week. We're excited as we try to turn the page from a uh, deflating and depressing end of the season for the Bills to hopefully a hopeful offseason. Derek Tate, Pro Football Network, now on the Wester Hotline. Derek, thanks for jumping on. First time talking. Glad oh. to have you. Thank you for having me on. I'm always excited to talk a little bit of football, but this incoming group of rookie wide receivers <laughs> could be special. Something to rival the 2014 class. Thanks for having me on. Perfect, because uh, the the Bills, well, we think they need it. Before we get into the individual players, the Senior Bowl guys this week, um, Derek, of course, writes for Fantasy and has his Dynasty rankings up, by the way, at ProFootballNetwork.com. The Bills in particular, how their season ended, and whether you feel like we're on the right track for a response to the end of the season, that is, you just don't have a downfield passing game, you don't have a good outside option, If especially if Stephon Diggs takes a step back, and they need to, they, they need to replace the Gabe Davis role, especially considering he's probably going to leave uh, in free agency. Yeah, you're you're thinking about Gabe Davis, sure. It, the the volatility just has been it wasn't on, no season more so where it was on full display five five games I think mm-hmm. without logging a single receiving yard. That's insanity. So and and in this draft class there are a ton of kind of profiled out receivers that are either X or outside receivers that can get vertical and kind of take advantage of what Josh Allen does at an elite level, which is push the football down the football field, which we've seen like with even Justin Herbert, some of the other signal callers, just not having the right ingredients on the team to kind of maximize your young superstar quarterback's potential. I definitely see the Bills adding a wide receiver if they don't bring back Gabe Davis, and we'll certainly see how that situation plays out with Stephon Diggs, who had a rough end of the season. So let's talk about the guys that could be on the board for them late in the first round. I think we can, for our purposes, we can skip over um, at least Marvin Harrison Jr. I think for now it would be the most stunning thing of all time if the Bills were able to get their hands on him. Um, is there a name that comes to mind knowing the type of skill set they need too, which is probably downfield and speed? 
for like a late first round guy that you've been ranking uh, in your fantasy ranks here? Yeah, sons of Troy. Troy Franklin from Oregon. This guy has – he checks a lot of the boxes that you're looking for for a, an outside vertical threat. The, the real encouraging thing, though, there's a lot of suddenness for a guy that has his type of frame, and he got better and better every single season that he was in college. And that collegiate production, although it, it, it doesn't always translate to the NFL, but when you, you kind of add that context, I, I think the reason why Bo Nix – is even in the conversation for potentially sneaking into the end of the first round is because he had a dynamic playmaker on the outside like Troy Franklin to kind of help his development. Uh, the vertical speed is there. Kind of su- surprising foot quickness for a guy that's his size. I, he, I like him as a route runner, too. There's some things physicality-wise that I do worry about translating to the next level. I, I think his play strength is more adequate than it is a strength for him but there's a lot more to like about what this guy brings to your offense in particular explosively vertically down the football field Uh, I really like Troy Franklin coming out of Oregon I'm glad you mentioned like the play strength part of that too because this is the guy I mean it's very early so you know in a couple of months I might have a completely different guy I want to see the Bills pick but Franklin is the guy I've identified early here because you see the speed, you see the separation ability, and you see how big he is at six foot three. Like I've been trying to figure out, like why isn't he thought of higher? Like why would the Bills even have a chance of getting their hands on him? But I think you kind of said it there. Maybe that while he's six three, like he's not. I'm not expecting him to go make Julio Jones catches in contested situations. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, that's not what I would be trying to. I think if you can get that from him, that's a plus. Mm. But what you want is you want a guy that can vert- that can win on the outside, one-on-one matchups, and certainly open up things and, and, and force defenses into those two high shells uh, to open up the running game. And that is something that Troy Franklin, the day that he comes into the NFL, he, he's instantly a vertical threat when he steps on the football field. Uh, another one of the things, yeah, he, I think he's going to test very well in the 40, but one thing that I do like to look at with these prospects in today's kind of analytical space is their actual top speed that they clocked out at. And Franklin, you know, was constantly hitting, you know, whether it's 21 or 22 miles per hour, the man can absolutely fly with the football in his hands as a ball carrier. And it can give you a lot more as a yards after the catch kind of creator than you would think for a guy that uh, is his size and, and has the vertical success that we saw during his days at Oregon. Derek Tate, uh, at Derek Tate NFL on Twitter, and you can follow uh, or check out his stuff, profootballnetwork.com. So looking at the Senior Bowl this week, I know you wrote about Xavier Legette last week, or Legette, I got the French-Canadian hockey brain <laughs> in my mind right now, but um, him, is he the headliner, you think, of this position group for this week uh, in Mobile? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, I do. Because I want to see, you know, he had an interesting career. He really didn't break out until it was his final season at South Carolina. And Spencer Rattler, whatever your thoughts are on him, kind of actually saved his draft value if if there was any, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. after his disappointing time at, at Oklahoma. But Leggett, he kind of reminds me a little bit like profile wise of Josh Gordon, but if you strapped a rocket to his back, I mean, he's, he's two twenty three, two twenty seven. He was listed at in college uh, on South Carolina's website, but he also listed at six, three when he's actually six, one. So you don't know how much you can trust those things uh, as, as far as the, uh, the, the size and weight listings on the actual athletic websites. But when you turn on the tape, there is, certainly so much ceiling that you can see but there's a lot of like nuanced details when it comes to his route running and his ability to beat press coverage outside of just trying to out athlete anybody that's in front of him that when you're at the senior bowl you can kind of get a better idea of how he's going to match up against consistent nfl caliber talent and can he create separation consistently in those situations so yeah I, he's the guy that i'm i'm keeping a very close eye on and want to see you know, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent to kind of get a, a, a better gauge of where he'll fall in my ranks. The, the class in general, is it – I saw you guys did um, your rookie mock draft uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I actually had a dynasty lottery yesterday where I ended up with the fifth and the eighth pick. And I'm looking at – I was looking at your guys' mock. I was looking at some other rankings and thinking, wow, of all the years I've played dynasty, this is like the first year – where it's not just running back, running back, wide receiver, running back, like right at the top of the draft. It's all receivers. Like, is that, I guess, does that say more about the running back draft class coming up, or can it be, you know, a a sign that this receiver class is truly going to be special? I think it is a little bit of both, and I know it sounds like a cop-out of an answer. If if I were to say, if I was to lean a certain direction, I think this receiver class is just special. Uh, I mean, we're talking about at the top, you got three guys who I feel really confident are going to come in and be instant contributors with the likes of Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, and Roma Dunze. But then you start looking at your Xavier Worthies, Adonai Mitchell, Brian Thomas Jr. You already mentioned Xavier Leggett, Troy Franklin. Uh, I, I love Lad McConkey out of mm. Georgia. Uh, and, you know, Dantes Walker from North Carolina. Um, there's just, and, and, you know, even that's Jalen Polk. I mean, the fact that I'm able to rattle off a bunch of guys that in last year's class, I believe these, you know, any of those guys I just named, they would have been closer to like a a, a top four or top five prospect grade out wise on my board. And we're going about eight, nine. I didn't even mention Keon Coleman from Florida State. Right, like right. It, it, these guys, <laughs> this is a truly loaded and deep class with a lot of top end tier talent at the very top. And then you start getting, you know, around 10 to 15 deep. Uh, I, I truly think that it has a lot to say about the uh, about this wide receiver class. And oh, by the way, keep an eye on Malik Washington out of Virginia. I actually okay. love this kid, and I'm very, very excited to see how it, he's another guy to keep an eye on during the Senior Bowl. Malik Washington. What, uh, quickly, what did you get? What did you like about Lad McConkie? I think I saw he was one of those standouts in day one of the Senior Bowl. Dude, this man could just play. I, when I was watching his tape, there's just not very much that I disliked. 
sure, maybe he doesn't have the top speed, you know, juice to to threaten you vertically all the time, and the the catch radius maybe isn't as you know exciting as a lot of the other top tier prospects. But his ability to, to start stop ex- exceptional short area quickness, uh, able to string together multiple moves, whether it's at the line of scrimmage on the release package, uh, at the top of the stem of his route, or as a ball carrier and and can change direction on the the drop of a dime. There's a lot of formation versatility. You can get him the ball in in the screen game and, and like, manufacture touches, uh, kind of can be a satellite player for you. Man, there's just so much to like about Ladd McConkie that – I feel like his game is going to translate well to the NFL. So uh, he's somebody that maybe doesn't have a lot of the elite measurables of some of these other exciting prospects in this class, but the tape speaks to how much, like, I really like this lad. Unintended, mm-hmm. I guess. Before uh, Derek Tate, Pro Football Network Fantasy, they just dropped a couple days ago their tight end rankings uh, for the year, quarterback two. But before we let you go, Dalton Kincaid, how you thought year one went, and how highly you would rank him uh, for tight ends in fantasy going into year two. Basically what you would expect from him, I guess, in year two. I So speaking of situations and players that I expect their roles to expand, I, I, Dalton Kincaid's the number two tight end on my board for dynasty right behind Sam LaPorte. And a lot of people think that that's aggressive. I'm, go, I'm bypassing you know, Mark Andrews, DJ Hawkinson, Trey McBride. I saw the flashes and everything that I needed to see from Dalton Kincaid. In fact, there were some frustrating things that why are you getting him off the football field when Dawson Knox is available? I I personally think Dalton Kincaid gives you so much more in the passing game and in a season where they may have to rely on a young receiver like Troy Franklin. Um, And we don't know the situation with Stephon Diggs moving into 2024. Uh, Gabe Davis may not be back. I see the role expanding for, for Dalton Kincaid. I, I thought we saw all the flashes that we needed to see and had a great rookie tight end season in his own right, uh, in particular and what was kind of a crowded situation there in Buffalo. Uh, and they kind of shifted their team philosophy, which kind of capped his fantasy ceiling a little bit at the very end of the season. But I, I still saw enough to be a firm believer that he's going to be a top five guy in my tight end rankings heading into 2024. At Derek Tate NFL on Twitter. Derek, thanks again, man, and uh, hope we'll uh, catch up again some point here during the offseason. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. See you later, guys. Thanks, man. Derek Tate of Pro Football Network. And I'm getting some tweets on Troy Franklin that I want to touch on when we get back. I might need to stop talking about him because, as you heard there, like the prospect is so good. I don't know. Also, a question they're asking on Get Up right now that's driving me crazy about the Bills. Both of those things coming up. We'll get to some Sabres in the 9 o'clock hour. Jeremy and Joe, Jeremy off today. Back tomorrow. This is WGR.